0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, handsome listeners. We're
1: very excited to announce a handsome live show on Monday, February 12th, that you can stream from anywhere in the world. Our first show was so much fun that we're doing it again and we'll be taking your guys' questions. Plus, we're going to have a bunch of surprises and maybe a special guest or two. So get tickets at DynastyTypewriter.com now and join us. Again, it's February 12th. Your link will last all week and you can get tickets at DynastyTypewriter.com.
2: Handsome, Handsome pot. The Friends the Handsome, Handsome pot. Chatting with friends on the handsome
1: pod. Cheers. Cheers.
2: Welcome to
1: another episode of Handsome. It's your gal, Fortune, and I'm joined by your guy, May. And Tig.
3: Tig Notaro. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 folks. How are you guys? (sighs) Doing well. Just uh, popped down into the kitchen. Uh, Mr. Thomas is over at the house. We were having some food, chatting with my little roommates. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so nothing too exciting. Just run-of-the-mill at-home
2: business. I'm not at the place with... um the woman I'm heavily involved with and her child. I'm (laughs) at my little bachelor pad in silver, like that's kind of like an office now. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm doing like very, like I'm having a nice tea. And then I was just watching um, a very crazy true crime doc Mm. about a guy who admitted to killing these people, his his girlfriend's parents. And then he's like, actually guys, I didn't do it. My girlfriend did it. And she told me to say that I did it. And then now I'm like, maybe he's telling the truth. Wow. That's uh, quite a why twist. Why would the
3: girlfriend tell him? Obviously, she doesn't want to get in trouble, but why? I don't even understand. Like, if St- if Stephanie killed somebody and said, I did it, but can you tell people you did it? I would be like no i believe it's called doing
2: me a solid i believe in the criminal world it's called <laughs> do it they was they were in a toxic relation and he was german that's not relevant relevant but he it is very relevant. <laughs> he had come to uh be a exchange student and he fell in love for the first time with this woman who Mm. she and they have these letters where she's like i'm lady macbeth and i'm whoa let's do witchcraft and kill my parents and he's like yeah cool uh hot and then um he claims that i'd be a bad juror because basically whoever's on the stand talking i'm like yeah i believe him i believe
3: also how how is it hot i don't understand that
1: everybody has different versions of what turns them on (laughs) some like that kind of crazy but like thing. it it excites
2: people to kill people i mean i think a very small person very, percentage very of small and i think what i'm gathering is this guy was very naive and inexperienced and he'd never had sex and then he and then he mm. had sex with this woman and he was like i will do anything for what i don't know am i being manipulated but i believe that's called pussy whipped fortune fortune
0: fortune Fortune.
1: that's what it's called fortune sorry vagina whipped fortune i'll send you guys the
2: link to this doc
1: do you think that she wrote in the letter hey can you do me a solid can you do me a solid is that where
3: that comes from do me a solid where does that
1: come from
2: i should yeah we thought you knew (laughs) If I had to guess, I would say it comes from... Uh, I'm going... My brain's going to poo, and I know that that's not where we want to go, right at the top of the ep. Oh, a solid Do me a poo. solid. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it comes from anything, like,
2: you know, historically... You don't think Cleopatra said to Mark Anthony, do me a solid? Well, probably it's probably, not. like,
3: do me a solid favor, right? That's just it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there's nothing about poop or
1: i don't know why i went to... it's kind of like uh when you take the, the word chill and you take the word relax and you chillax <laughs> <laughs> where do you think all that in a bag of chips comes from subway <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'll have all that in a bag of chips. that would be so fun to go doing or that must happen to them all the time you go into Subway sandwiches and be like, yeah, I'll have all that and a bag of
2: chips, please. That would be the place to say it. Yeah. Do you think in a pizza place you go, thanks, it's been a slice. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining people tuning into this podcast for the first time and being like, I don't like, wh- what is what? it? what <laughs> are they talking about?
3: I just had a <laughs> flashback to a childhood memory. I lived in Texas. There okay. was a restaurant called Pizza Wheel okay. and it was... A pizza restaurant with a wagon wheel on the front it was the 70s and little tidge tidge would go to a pizza wheel all by her lonesome and play oh my gosh i as a kid you go by yourself yeah and well they had a jukebox oh and shit. i would go buy a root beer and i'd oh. Play my favorite songs on the jukebox <laughs> oh and at the time God. it was just the jukebox was full of you know willie nelson's mama don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys and all these just awesome old tunes and mm-hmm. i would just hang out my brother and i used to watch w- westerns when i was yeah. little yeah. and i think i was kind of Taken by that vibe of you know yeah. going into this like saloon type vibe pizza restaurant, getting my my uh, root beer and listening to my my seventies to... country classics.
2: Imagine in there. The staff at that restaurant being like, "She's back. She's there. <laughs> there. Get no. the root beer." There
3: he is again.
1: <laughs> yeah, there he is
2: again. Whoever <laughs> is that
3: it. is under that bowl haircut. <laughs>
1: Uh, what have you been? Up, what have you been up to, Fortune? I cleaned my office. Congrats! When earlier today, hmm. before we did, before we g- gathered, do you find find anything? Well, I've been on the road like crazy. At the end of this tour, we'll have done a hundred cities, so I am just in a daze of like, where am I? What am I doing? Where? Where's anything? Mm-hmm. And so I finally was like putting things in its place, hanging things up, throwing stuff away, and I find it to be the best feeling to purge. Yes, yes. Which is what I like to do in a new year. I like to
2: purge and start fresh. That is a really good feeling. You know, um, Marie Kondo was was so big for a while, and and she would say, Mm -hmm. "You're, you're meant to pick up every object and say, does it bring me joy? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a tall order. That's like a high bar to hit. Does it yeah bring me joy Mm -hmm. well i don't like stuff like think to
1: me i think there's so much energy that's you know we did that one episode where we talked about woohoo things i do think that stuff holds energy Mm -hmm. Uh and when you walk into a house and there's a lot of stuff and someone has like it's very cluttered and then there's like things on all the walls and furniture everywhere it feels very heavy to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm and um as a as an empath, um <laughs> I walk in and feel it all. Is Jax yeah.
3: a minimalist?
1: Yes, very much
3: so. Oh,
2: okay, so that's a good match. What about you mm-hmm. and the
3: woman you are highly- heavily, invol- in- heavily
2: involved <laughs> with? We're a similar level of of sort of untidy but not messy, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't think clutter is good mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
1: I, I mean, my wife's at the other end of the spectrum. she's like. OCD must clean everything. Everything must be like she is like another level. Mm-hmm. Like
2: if it was up to her, it would just be you, her, and Biggie in a big in a white room, empty in a white room. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. She's like such a germaphobe, such a <laughs> like. If she could take Q-tips and like clean the baseboards, yeah, she would. She could. Well, she
3: could. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, she what's could. Stopping she her. Could.
1: Her mom's like that too. She's very tidy as well. Now I come from. Uh, not tidy folks i come from people who love th- a lot of things like a lot a lot of things uh, so i took the the opposite stance of like i don't like things i don't like stuff but i i don't know how to
2: clean like jack's cleans mm-hmm. gotta get you some q-tips i guess so. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad your office is tidy that even makes me it feels good me, yeah like i feel calm knowing that See, when I'm
3: on tour, I also did not to compete, but well over 100 shows on this last tour. And whenever I come home, I just drop stuff in my office and Mm -hmm. go because it's just like my house is a crash pad for me, basically. Mm -hmm. I also have, which is completely out of control, every piece of art Max and Finn have done. And I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, Mm. I fantasize about making wallpaper with it or, you know, just something, something. A quilt Um,
2: or or, or maybe just a a book, like you have a a, like a properly bound book, you know, where if you're scanning it all or something.
3: But I don't know if I'd want to scan it. I'd want the original. That's the thing is I know people Mm. scan things into whatever.
2: If there's another Met Gala... (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh maybe you could if if there's if there's, if there's another, another one, one <laughs> if they don't if they continue that tradition they're on the fence about it <laughs> then uh maybe you could wear a kind of gown made of uh or make one and give it to Kim Kardashian or something
3: it's always been a dream of mine to go to the
1: met gala <laughs> in a uh, gown <laughs> um hello next year the hansoms are going to mm-hmm. be invited to the met gala mm-hmm. and word on the streets is we're going <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> do they wear suits do they wear prom dresses? Do they wear a horse Ooh. costume with all three Ooh, of them? Oh
3: yes. Do they wear old baby bonnets from uh Fortune's childhood?
1: Please <laughs> let us go to the Met Gala and
3: wear baby we're bonnets. We're
1: all in diapers with rattles and a bib. And, and, go, 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 go. and here from the handsome podcast. <laughs> three babies. We're all barefoot. <laughs> oh my god Uh, i'd do it you would go to the met gala too yeah
3: uh barefoot and a diaper
1: no shirt (laughs) just flashing my scars (laughs) really
3: make a splash yeah
1: yeah (laughs) and the what if the well if the theme you know there's always a theme maybe the theme is like childhood something Mm -hmm. yeah
3: childhood something that is fingers crossed the theme if they
2: announce it and I'm this not great year at it's theme. childhood something does that interest you the the met gala no i i have no interest in fashion i mean yeah of course it, no i what am i talking I would about go. of course it interests me in fact i'm gonna slick back my hair i want nothing more i want to be there i want to be looking at um all the famous people <laughs> fortune. And, fortune 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 what's happening i'm at the met gala and wait, is and that- my
3: hair slicked back. And it would you be holding it the whole
1: time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would go. Uh-huh. I want to see all those fancy people. Uh-huh. Who gets invited? Just famous people?
2: Very famous people. It's usually yeah, and people Sarah who- Jessica Parker. It's like whoever's big that year, plus people who are fashiony and have like mm. Jared Leto. Jared Leto, Leto will be there. You know, he'll be there. You know, Leto wore will wore cat there.
1: costume.
3: Jay Leno will be there, you say? Jay Leno.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in his Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> which I love.
3: Jared
2: Leto. Oh, okay. I did go to an event where Jared Leto was at the same table as me, and he mm-hmm. was sitting across from me, and he has a vibe of a sort of cult leader, and he's in, mm. in his shades and his long hair, and um, it was like there was this amazing chef, and, and it was like a Michelin-starred chef, and oh I like that yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the food was amazing I was someone oh I like that a lot Mm -hmm. I was (laughs) I was a plus one and um so the chef comes out at one point and is like I hope you're enjoying the meal and Jared Leto goes uh I'm not gonna eat it and (gasps) we're all like oh okay Jared Leto yeah and he goes "Uh, yeah because I got food poisoning at one of these things once and um the chef is like oh sir I assure you you would not get food poisoning from my food and he reaches in his jacket and he pulls out a power bar like an energy bar and he's like that's why i always bring these and he opens it and starts eating it in front of the chef wow how that takes balls yeah or something
1: fortune i would
2: have i would
1: <laughs> i would have already like licked my plate clean and had the sauce on the side of my face <laughs> totally and, uh i i eat it it was two thumbs up for me did i get any on my bonnet <laughs> but also jared leto's like you know does he have any fat on his entire body he's very
2: ripped this guy he eats air yeah i i find all those events i've only been to like one or two of those events and it's weird because you go and uh it's supposed to be all the hottest people on the planet right like it's which is weird that i wasn't invited that was weird and <laughs> that none of us were invited in our <laughs> diapers is fucked but i i went as a plus one and to this event and i'm like looking around and and i wasn't finding anyone uh sexy because everyone's Mm. very self-conscious and kind of not not relaxing and uh Mm. they're always looking over everyone's shoulder to see what
1: famous person's walking by yeah it was a real lesson in like i hope you told everyone i'm not
2: finding any of you sexy i oh i went around the room i said (laughs) listen i was excited to see you but you are not vibing I'm going to need y'all to
3: step up your sexy game (laughs) or I'm leaving and I'm taking fortune in her bonnet and diaper with me that's right
0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
1: The last fancy party I went to, I met Sandra Bullock <gasps> and she's just so gorgeous and beautiful. And yes, I Sandra did not feel fi- Sandy pants. Sandy. I I found her very sexy. I would call her Sandy, of course. And she gave me a hug, and it was
2: probably the greatest night of my life in a while. When was this? Um, a year ago. Mm, oh man, okay. that's pretty amazing. Like people, yeah. people like her who've been in the business and they're comfortable with themselves and they are just real people who they're yeah like I like Kevin Bacon. I met at a thing. I was like, that's a that's a celebrity like that's he just is glowing he's like so charismatic and charming and then i feel like she
1: was dancing having fun she wasn't self-conscious about anything i'm like that's what's up yeah exactly you know who is she's i don't know
3: her well but i do know her and she is very type a ocd sandy is yeah doesn't even
1: i'm now calling her sandy doesn't even
3: have (laughs) a housekeeper does it all herself
1: She's like Jax Jax doesn't want that either yeah. and I'm like can we please because you're fussing at me to clean my bathroom yeah. I don't want to do that I don't mm, know yeah. how to do it- mm-hmm. that's a little fun fact for you I, I, I like would them. not have known that about her because she was just like carefree and dancing and I wouldn't have been like you seem like the type that likes she to has like, that, keep that a tidy complicated
3: um, dual personality where she's so fun and funny and friendly and down to do yeah. bits and then it's like not late, clean yeah. as a whistle.
1: Everything as in, as in order. Whistle. Yeah, <laughs> all of this is still big bonuses for me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this is yeah. all. Uh, I'm, I'm loving all of this. I'm not seeing a downside. No, it. no downside. Nor do I. Uh, yeah. I look Sandy. I think
3: she's she's pretty. She's pretty great.
1: Let's be you honest. Know, she's listening, and she is. You. Hey Sandy, and she and is. is. Hey Sandy,
2: <laughs> if you want to ask us a question, <laughs> we'd be happy to answer it. Yeah, you, we'd be you know real what? happy. Um, What surprised me at that one fancy party I went to where Jared was and all those people was, um, I've never had strong feelings about Paris Hilton. Mm. And then she she arrived and I was like, oh, I get it. She was the most fun. She was dancing. Mm. She was laughing. She was just like hilarious and and fun. She's a DJ. I didn't talk to her, but I stood near her and I thought, you're cooler than these people. (laughs) She knows how to get a party started. Yeah. She's a DJ.
1: She's a DJ. Baby.
3: Yeah, come on. Big what do time. you
1: mean she's a DJ? She literally is a DJ. I don't know how else to explain it. Okay,
3: <laughs> she you hire Paris Hilton and she DJ's yeah. your party? Yeah,
1: you'd have to probably pay her a lot of money though. She's a famous DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not famous for DJ. When did but she, she, she become is famous a DJ and DJ? I don't know. She presses play. I know, but like, was this
3: before she had her little you know no this
2: is like more recent years yeah, that she's should, i don't think i don't think she's doing it like on the reg uh-huh but you should watch her um documentary the paris Hilton documentary on youtube oh actually i do want to watch that oh man it changed it, it changed my life i was about to say and then i thought did it no uh it <laughs> not at all my life.
1: <laughs> i like boy there's a off. real shift
2: in you well
1: <laughs> Well, I got in touch with my humanity <laughs> uh, and what I want to accomplish in life after watching uh, the Paris Hilton documentary.
3: Wow. So she's
1: a DJ. It probably does make you understand her a little better, right? Yes. Well, That's she... what they're meant to do, these documentaries, Fortune.
3: That's good. Yeah. yeah. Tig
2: has one. I have one. Check it out on Netflix. It's called Tig. I'm going to rewatch it, actually, because I haven't watched it since I know you. And I, I remember watching it before I ever met you and being mm. very captivated. and Now I'm going to rewatch it and be even more deeply moved it
3: changed it's gonna change change my my life (laughs) look i'm no dj but no listen and i can't get a party started but uh, my first girlfriend referred to me my first girlfriend referred to me as a party anvil oh my
2: god rather than a party (laughs) animal i like that yeah
1: well, that is definitely. Well, I'll put that on my
2: list of must watches. Must must watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she went to one of those. She got t- sent to one of those um, troubled teen schools. Like a that and I'm writing about those schools for my new Netflix series, and so mm-hmm, I did all yeah. this research because a friend of mine also got sent, and it's pretty fascinating.
1: Someone said, "Isn't she going to through channels to get some of those those schools shut down?" Right, dude. Don't
2: get me started. I could do it three-hour it's a billion Wait, dollar what? industry the, these troubled teen schools they're um actually Mitt Romney I think is a big investor don't check that fact it might be liable we did might not be true <laughs> but it's like <laughs> a mul- let's reverse that my fact <laughs> yeah. like multi-billion dollar industry of these unregulated schools where you, the kids basically get kidnapped and and taken there they, yeah you, against
1: their will like in the middle of the night middle of the
2: night like they make it as sort of traumatic as possible and then these schools use these techniques that are they're all they were started in these cults in the 70s like synanon these self-help cults that use like brainwashing and that cult synanon got shut down for all kinds of reasons and then a lot of the founding members started up these official teen schools and oh, they're just, really yes and it's um so, look, I'm getting, like, excited because it's, like, so all I'm... when
3: the kid misbehaves, somebody comes and snatches him in the night and puts him... Well,
1: it's, like, if the kid has a... Like, it's continuous, like, and the parents are, like, we don't know what to do anymore. We're in our wit's Then end. Mitt Romney
3: swings by, snatches <laughs> your kid.
1: <laughs> Mitt comes by. Have you heard of those, like, wilderness ones where they're, like, out yes, in the woods yeah. and doing stuff? People are yelling at them. Yeah, bear. Or Hey
2: Bear, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's it's a <laughs> they, they gotta get they gotta get shut down. Well, I was the I've been re- like
1: very responsible since I was like ten. So really, yeah. I was like always the I don't. My mom said even when I was a kid, I was the kid that like looked both ways before I crossed. <laughs> like I have been misresponsible. That's
3: forever. like your kids, take, that Right? Is... They're
2: they're sort of they put themselves to bed if yeah. they get tired. They Yeah,
3: yeah. we went to a friend's party. It was like, oh, bring kids. We're going to make ornaments. And (laughs) my friend said to me and Stephanie, she was like, your kids are like Midwestern uncles. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Because they are, I'm sorry to like go on about them, but they're so polite and they're so mm. sweet. And they wear these little, um, sweater vests that have little patches on the elbows you know oh my god it's it's really cute
1: yeah i don't know if what if that's just like something that you instinctually have or if it's like a learned behavior but yeah i was always like so responsible yeah
3: my god i was not until i was probably 30 i mean we've talked about this Mm. in different variations but i mean you know i was i was making it happen in life but i was definitely i had some real blind spots and yeah
1: couldn't well, even, pull it even together. when i got older and i like you know you go to a strip club or something do you
3: fortune
1: fortune fortune <laughs> the, you know they're the, you're, they're they're dancing and i'm just like hi angela <laughs> like is everything good oh like saying
2: that you... to the strippers
1: And then they're like they're like dancing while telling me their life story, and I'm like, yeah, that that would be hard. I'm so sorry. I am obsessed with this image. You're like, I uh, wore a bonnet
3: as a child, and uh, what were you doing at strip clubs? Just I don't know. You know, when you get older, it just happens. When's the last time you were at a strip club? Because I've been many years. Yeah, like over a decade
1: um no i mean like my chelsea lightly days we occasionally bop in there really Mm -hmm. With like we had a vegas show or something but i don't yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it wasn't like my go-to spot (laughs) but like you know i mean once in a blue moon i
3: feel like i've been to strip club like maybe five times i've been to a strip club yeah and um
1: (laughs) <laughs> what? Does that work
3: when I do it? <laughs> Good. Tick. Tick. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think it has been since maybe 2000 is yeah. the last time I remember going to
2: a strip club. I've only been twice. Well, technically, once. Once was a charity event raising money mm-hmm. for a sort of gay theater, and they had uh, this stripper there who was a sort of friend nice friend of a friend yeah she and she <laughs> she was kind of connected to the theater somehow and so she was giving private lap dances and I was 20 well, to raise money Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm with my girlfriend at the time who's 27 and I'm 20 and I have never I'm pretending I go to strip clubs all the time and then I was like I really have a crush on that dancer and my girlfriend was like, let's go get a lap dance. And I was like, I couldn't possibly. And then uh, and your girlfriend's was like, it's for charity. It's for charity, yeah. Like, okay. So we go in and then um, and then we're getting this lap dance, me and my girlfriend. And then she said, uh, you know, you can touch me if you want. And and then I was like, oh, no, because the whole, the whole point is you're not, like the, the reason it's relaxing is, you're not is there's no, to, no yeah. expectation. You don't have to do anything, right? And suddenly I'm uh-huh. like, well, how much and where and freaking out and did you give her a big old bear hug I gave her a big old bear hug yeah and then the <laughs> second time i went uh you just oh. smack one titty
1: and she's like she's like wait fortune? what <laughs> fortune uh, can you imagine they like, going you can just read that <laughs> you didn't say how <laughs> Smack one titty. <laughs> anyway, sorry. If that's what she says.
3: You can smack one titty if you want to.
1: <laughs> well, well, sure. Thank you. Uh no, did you, end up, you. Did you end up touching, or you just kept your
2: hands down? Yes, I did, and and I felt like I was in, like we were in love. And I know that's her job, but I oh. by the end of this three-minute song, I was like, okay, I guess I'm breaking up with my girlfriend and marrying this wow. woman. That's a powerful outfit. Yes. And then I, I sort of told my girlfriend, like, I don't know, I think I had a connection with her she was like oh, wow. that is her job
1: your girlfriend's like we probably are gonna break up if you got a connection in three minutes
3: I did know. the stripper ask you to take your uh propeller hat off and he uh
2: she let <laughs> me keep it on i just hit my titty. I, I put it on the ow! <laughs> ow and then the the second time i went i went with my male friend in england and we we're pretty drunk and um Again, got a private dance in a private room, and this we we were both very we very polite, and um, sure, and, sure. And then she said, uh, "You guys should make out," and and so we start making out to to please Wait, her. You made out with who? My my friend.
1: Oh, the stripper said to you for for you and your friend to make yeah, out. Yeah, she's like, "Why don't mm-hmm. you
2: guys make out? You you seem like you should." And uh, I said, "My friend, <laughs> you guys are really like oh, we just I wanted to please her and do what she wanted." Uh-huh. So we end up making out for the like five minutes. Get, and she's going more and more, do more. Wow! Were you
3: actually attracted to your friend?
2: You know, yeah. Well, no, but we had very good kissing chemistry. But then uh-huh. at the end of the day, And all of a sudden the strippers throwing money at y'all. Well, no, that's what felt weird was paying, <laughs> paying her at the end and being like, what did we just, did we just pay? Them? Yeah, <laughs> you did all the work. Or we just paid to what make What a it weird out. night out. I know. That is a weird night like, out. Like Fortune, for sure, if you like... and
3: I were ended up at a strip club <laughs> and the stripper's like, you two make out. Yeah. We're, we're like, like okay. W- we're like, uh, what? What if uh-huh. we had really good kissing chemistry, Fortune? Yeah. Oh,
1: wow.
2: What if we did? Nothing else, but just really good kissing chemistry. But- yeah. Yeah, what right. would Jax
3: do if you came home and you said, Tig and I went to the... F- strip club and the stripper <laughs> insisted that we kiss and so we did what would <laughs> and jack you can't do? say
1: no <laughs> you can't <laughs> say no to a stripper what would jack i think say? she would just be like shocked like what because none of it would make sense would she
3: then kind of turn on me and not trust me around you <laughs> or? um she probably wouldn't love it <laughs> <laughs> stephanie would be like I feel like she'd be delighted. She'd be like, "What the?" Baffled fuck? and so amused. Yeah, yeah. That it never it would never like, come up again. We're both like, "She said we
1: had to." Yeah. What? <laughs> You've always wanted her. I know it. <laughs> oh yeah, I I that was in
2: Toronto, May. That was in London. In London, that okay. one, Yeah, and my friend, his name is Bertram Alfred Peak. It's such a br- Have you heard a more British name? Could you say
3: that with an accent? Like, could Debbie say that? but Alfred Pike. Oh, that's
2: not. <laughs> he's that's the heir a, to Debbie a biscuit sounds like a
1: Harry Potter character.
2: <laughs> he, he is like a Harry Potter character. Guys, I'm not kidding. Okay. He's the heir to a biscuit fortune.
1: This is my dream. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, biscuits are cookies over there. I, I want to be an heir to a
2: american biscuit company well, he, bourbon biscuits that's his family invented bourbon biscuits or something what's that oh they're these really nice is that
3: really an invention or is it just a recipe i
2: guess it's a recipe that's a good point they patented <laughs> bourbon biscuits but then also there's um, bourbon in the bit in the cookies no
3: sounds like it no
1: oh, oh no bourbon just <laughs> happens to be in the name yeah you know what my mother used to make beer
3: biscuits when what's I was that i guess biscuits with beer I and mean, she was a partier uh, so uh <laughs> she really was why well, so well, just
1: drink it when I, you can also eat it i yeah i forgot about beer
3: i don't biscuits. like the taste of beer well don't have
1: her
2: biscuits okay i won't all right i gotta finish my wait my final thing about bertram alfred peak okay please You promise this better be the final thing <laughs> i swear thing. <laughs> i swear Seriously, we're learning Maeve, more about him we, than we care to this
3: is enough mave facts <laughs> about Bert, bertram bertram biscuit. <laughs> bertram albert's
2: biscuit, <laughs> biscuit, Aller biscuit. Uh, bertram <laughs> alfred peak who is uh his family invented bourbon biscuits and he lives on on frying pan alley that's his address he's no yes does he want that information out there oh probably not but he (laughs) he is like a harry potter character oh no
3: all of our listeners are gonna head
2: right over to frying pan alley (laughs) i hope they do and just like bertram oh my god he would love it and he's like may how dare may how
1: dare you oh golly oh golly i have a lot of people coming at my door wanting these Biscuits that have of, no bourbon
3: in them. A lot of handsome women yelling <laughs> up to my window.
1: Some are women, mm. some are men, some I don't know. They're... They don't even know. <laughs> chiseled jaws. Lots of chiseled jaws. Bonnets. I find myself attracted to all of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Bertram. <laughs>
1: With all this sexy talk, I do want us to go ahead and get to our question, because I feel like there's going to be a lot to say, and more kissing stories might unfold. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But our question today is from someone who's very handsome, very awesome. Who is it? Gabrielle Union. She's she's an actress and an activist uh, whose credits include Bring It On. 10 things I had about you, Bad Boys 2, and most recently, The Perfect Fine, which you can watch on Netflix, and the TV series, Truth Be Told, on Apple TV. Now, I uh, saw Gabrielle uh, at uh, a, a comedy show and never had met her before. She's so cool, and I was like, you got to mm-hmm. you gotta give us a handsome question. Good for yeah. you for and getting So there's a little there. bit of noise in the background. That's uh, all right. It, it's a pretty
0: great question. hear it what up handsome all right who was your childhood crush and would you smash today the way they look today whatever has happened to them would you still smash just on gp so wait what is gp
2: that's a good question
1: just on gp
0: on gp we are so lame
2: we're all thomas is googling it
1: Gabriel's so cool, and we're like, we're gonna have to
3: Google that.
1: Smash? Does
3: that Just mean bone?
1: Smash means yeah, boning. Fortune. Fortune, guys. <laughs> Let's
2: see. G- oh. On general principle, I think general principle. Okay. On general principle, would you smash today? Yeah, it must be okay. general principle.
1: So this basically can be anyone. It could be someone in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be a cele- a celebrity that you watched. Yeah, um, it could be whatever made you tingle. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man! Or tinkle. <laughs> whatever made you tinkle. That happened too. <laughs> My, mine was definitely not a boy. I touched one wiener i think we talked about (laughs) yeah we don't want to hear about that and i don't want to go i don't that wasn't a crush i was more just like i guess yeah we're here i had lots of like little crushes on different friends that i didn't know at the time were crushes right i just Mm -hmm. thought i was like such a good friend that i cared about them so much that i wanted their well-being um you know to be yeah life to be grand for them and if they talk to any boys i hated that guy
3: yeah
1: because i'm such a good friend
2: yeah that that guy is not good enough for them and if they if they were like slightly off with you you were devastated and like yeah, yeah
1: yeah if you didn't hear from them yeah i i was very you know that closeted like intense thing where you're just like too wrapped up in in whatever that person says or does that it affects
2: you to like the too much mm-hmm um i had several of those friendships are so intense at that age though like that's yeah, yeah. leaving we were leaving
1: notes for each other some of us yeah i talk about stand up by my form of intimacy with these folks is i would put lotion on their oh own. my <laughs> god it puts the lotion
2: <laughs> on its skirt
1: it sounds very creepy but i would that would just be how i would like I in on the inside I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. This is the greatest feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. But but again, didn't know I was gay, didn't know, like it just didn't process to me what that was, you know. Yeah. Didn't even know that their arms weren't dry. I didn't know that. <sighs> yeah. But it but you know, those some of those people today I know and are friends with, I, I don't think about them in that way whatsoever okay mm. so you would not just
3: getting that out there pals <laughs>
1: everyone can relax yeah everyone keep your panties for,
3: on for fortune's coming back in town but everyone relax
1: <laughs> for- everyone put your keep your lotion in your bathroom if you
3: do if, if fortune shows up with lotion then then uh you can be alarmed but um yeah. fortune would not smash on
1: general principle that's right
3: and so fortune you didn't have any there were no boys that you had crushes on
1: um, there was this one boy I thought was so cute. Mm-hmm. His name was Taylor and he was just the sweetest guy. He was on my soccer team. Mm-hmm. I would say if, if I had a crush on a boy, I probably had a crush on him mm-hmm. the most. Like I just thought he was just like the coolest, but he was like quiet, sweet and just like a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I. I think at soccer, I probably like looked at him very longingly. Looked at his
3: <laughs> in his little soccer yeah. shorts, his shin. Pants. Yeah,
1: so he would have been the one guy that I was like pretty head over heels about him. And did you get a vibe from him? No, we were always just friends. <laughs> mm. We didn't. We, actually, we went to the prom together, but I asked him. Mm. You went to senior prom together? Yeah, and he probably was like, "Oh God." I I, (laughs) can't he was he was so sweet, he probably didn't have the heart to say no. You you don't know that. I think I trapped him. No, you don't know that. I think I trapped him into going to prom with me. I just realized that. Did you have lotion at prom? No. (laughs) But it was so platonic. We and he was great and an awesome date and so such a gentleman. There was Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. smooching or nothing. Yeah. But I liked
2: I liked him a lot. I like just was a uh, walking uh, erection from the time I came out of the womb. Basically, <laughs> I was like, I, I was a crush personified. Like my, I it, still like my driving force in life. I'm, I mean, not now, but like was cr- was crush was impressing certain people, and there was always one mm-hmm. or two that really were, dominated my thoughts and my, mm-hmm. you know. And oh man, I thought of two. One is uh, my brother had a friend called Sam, who was just mm-hmm. I like people who are just like cheeky and have like a twinkle and and have a zest for life and this Mm -hmm. kid was just kind of he was always getting his scrapes he was like he was always falling off his skateboard and stuff and my brother tells the story that one time Sam was having a sleepover at our house and maybe I was like 10 and uh my brother found me watching Sam sleep I was just standing and I was gazing at him just being like he is beautiful I, I vaguely remember just standing in the darkness with my heart pounding how creepy is that just watching his beautiful face get your lotion ready get the lotion ready <laughs> put
1: the lotion in the basket
2: and then the the others are i mean the the one that i talk a lot about in stand-up is uh my camp counselor katie anderson who was mm. you know i mean i was beyond obsessed with her but i didn't know why i i, I didn't yeah I, I just wanted i was always trying to like pick fights with like physical fights with her just being like oh yeah hey, hmm. put them up put them up like just to get any physical contact <laughs> just uh, some kind of contact see yeah lotion hello i was a more pacifist
1: hello lotion yeah <laughs> you're nice. you're slapping titties <laughs> i'm rubbing lotion <laughs> <laughs> oh i did have a giant crush on my seventh grade teacher oh who who was a female she was like 24 or something yeah Mm -hmm. and i just was head over heels about her have you looked her up Uh, no because i i don't like she left the school like a year later Mm -hmm. so i haven't seen or heard of her since i was like 13 but i just i do remember once being like do you have a boyfriend yes (laughs) she was like that is none of your business, and I was like, "Cool, cool, cool." I feel like for because a... I know someone interested.
3: <laughs> asking for a friend—that's where that saying came from. I was
1: fortune asking for a friend? <laughs> I think she's like what?
2: <laughs> asking for to... a ten-year-old? All
1: my twenty-four-year-old
2: friends. I, I really want to track her down. Like, take and I need to just the two of us track down this woman and then. Mm she was so pretty does
1: this look familiar (laughs) (laughs) and i was just a little fatty fat kid with like greasy hair do you have a boyfriend but did she like no but uh why do you ask (laughs) who's asking
3: (laughs) grease ball
1: (laughs) that was back when i yeah my hair was greasy and i put it back in a ponytail And I wore a lot of sweat, sweat suits. <laughs> like a, an Italian mobster. <laughs> like, Did you have just cash eat, in your pocket? Eating a salami sandwich.
3: <laughs> hey, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> You're just counting cash in your hands that you pull out of your sweatpants. She's like, who's asking? Uh, hey,
1: none of your business.
2: <laughs> I bet you were so adorable, though. I bet.
1: No. No. <laughs> I was so adorable from like uh up until like age seven and then uh, then I had a real rough <laughs> go at it you for a had t- while. Two
3: rough decades. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was junior high was not my time to shine same. physically. Uh,
2: same. Tig yeah, let's hear about your crushes.
3: There's this guy Sean uh-huh. in mm. elementary school that I could not get enough of. And I remember when he came over on the weekend, he didn't live in the area that I did, but his mother drove him over. And I remember being so embarrassed hearing my mother on the phone with his mother saying, Tig has been up since before the birds. Oh and my I was like, god. Oh don't say that. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was Play it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I got into uh junior high school, there was this guy, Mark
2: you got you got it bad you had it bad I had it real bad
3: and you know we we've been friendly you know I was out of touch from him we we became friends we were we were good pals um but I was performing in Austin when I lived in Texas as a kid Is when I met him but I was um I was doing stand-up I hadn't talked to him in years Mm -hmm. and I'm looking from the stage thinking oh my gosh that guy looks like Mark I didn't know he had moved to Austin or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I get off stage. Sure enough, it was Mark. He had seen in the
2: paper that
3: I was coming to town
2: doing stand up. Oh, was there still a spark between you? Yeah.
3: I think I am just so. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Oh, man. And he is so. He's just a delight. He's so fun. He's so cute. He's so funny. He's a musician. And he's, you know, he plays guitar and drums and sings, and he's a skateboarder, and um, you know, oh, May's yawning. <laughs> sorry, and, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm so sorry.
1: Oh, uh, you know, we listen to your, your... straight crushes b- <laughs> bumming and out. No, listen,
3: I'm horny
2: for Mark. I. Uh,
3: yeah, Mark, I haven't talked to him in a while, but man, yeah, anytime I'm around him, I think I've even openly talked about my undying love for him to mm-hmm. him. And um, when I'm around him as an adult, I still feel a little like, ha, little I love this guy. I love Aww. this guy so
2: much. Oh, my God, I love him. <laughs> oh, my God, I love him so much. Yeah, that's so cute. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, less of people that I actually knew and had a crush on that and, and now still know, I, I guess i I would not smash today uh, because they're my friends now. But with celebs like, like uh, Bette Midler was my big crush and Tim Curry, both in their eighties hmm. now, I think. And and I would still smash because wait, not Beth. She's not 80,
1: 80, right? I thought she was like maybe seventy. No, right? she's got to be older than that. You think so? I, make,
3: I do. Let me Google. I do. Did
1: you ever also? Know I just want to make my sure seventy eight.
3: She's seventy eight. Yeah. You're okay, Fortune thinks
1: I Bette Midler sure is 60.
3: Be. I'm almost
1: 60. <laughs> and I can fly higher than an eagle. Oh, you sorry, pardon me. 78, really?
3: God. I just want to be real clear that neither of these people wanted to smash any <laughs> part of me.
1: <laughs> yeah, Taylor wasn't trying to smash me, but I do think I stared at his picture from when
2: i was when we were age five to 12. i love that these these are all unrequited crushes for us but that's kind of where your mind goes when you think about a crush right it's Mm -hmm. like the one yeah yeah well because as a like uh, a closeted gay gal that
1: didn't know she was gay i didn't realize that you know like when you're attracted to someone you're putting out the pheromones right and so if you're a closeted person in high school i'm not putting out the same things to the guys that the straight girls are right so like when i would meet a lot of the the guys we would immediately kind of high five and have that kind of rapport (laughs) yeah they'd like (laughs) they weren't like and you're like i'll see you at prom buddy (laughs) (laughs) poor taylor you freaking trapped him to go to the prom i apologize and are you still in touch with him i haven't seen him in years but i think he's still around in my hometown mm-hmm. uh, he's married i believe with kids such mm-hmm. a just the cutest he was so cute let's put pictures up of our crushes <laughs> on social media <laughs> no. i know i do not want to do that to him. he's so
3: shy he, oh my god i would not do he's that he's so tomorrow. sweet and shy can you imagine <laughs> these three guys <laughs>
2: On oh, no, the handsome, handsome pod. podcast, also Sam <laughs> They're, is like their eighth grade pictures. <laughs> Sam's like, you you watched me sleep? What? Yeah, like, I sort of wish
1: I hadn't said that, but hey, it's the truth. And their wives now are like, oh, these old this <laughs> the old Dyke Fortune thought you were so cute. <laughs>
3: and I like we put up a video of me with like gray hair and CVS readers on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, Mark, who Lordy. He is celebrity so wise.
1: Sandra Bullock did it for me back then, too. Mm-hmm. Practical Magic and Sandy. I watched While You Were Sleeping. You, wait, you watched the
3: reverse. You watched Sam as, as well. As well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you watched. That is the reverse. <laughs> yeah. She was watching her crush yeah. sleeping. Yeah. And I'm watching her watch her crush. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I wish in some ways I could go back to that. T- I don't want to go back ever. I'm so happy to be like moved on. <laughs> But I wish I had been out sooner. Mm -hmm. I wish I had gotten to experience what that was like to be an out teenager because I didn't come out until I was like 25 and I felt like I was like really learning how to date and how to be in relationships, you know, in my late 20s and early 30s when people got to experience that at like 16. Mm -hmm. Yes. And and I just felt like I missed out on so much in that regard.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you were, a, it was a bit of arrested development. When you don't get to flex that muscle, then you're like yeah. trying to learn it all at once. My mm-hmm. wife
1: came out at 15, which at our age, that was very bold to be an out 15-year-old. Nowadays, it's not that uncommon, but when we were growing up, that was very uncommon.
3: And you and Jax are the same age?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. we're the same age. And she, um, yeah, she came out at 15 and just knew who she was and what she wanted and i was not that person
2: where where did she grow up what part in michigan okay with
1: jack she's very feminine
2: mm-hmm.
1: presenting yeah so when she came out in high school people were like no right mm-hmm. they were like you're they, trying to get attention they wouldn't accept it yeah. they're like no you're you're not gay you're you look like a girl and you're like come on mm-hmm. and the, and then and I walk in and they're like, yeah, old queer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old queer. No, actually, no one ever said that to me. I wish they had because mm. I really did not know. Well, should we hear? Yeah,
3: let's hear what um, Gabrielle's answer is.
2: Yeah.
0: My childhood crush. There's it's a trio. I love Matt Dillon in a way that was fucking unhealthy for me. I loved him from uh, Tex to Little Darlings, and that's really where it took a turn for me. I, I loved him. I ran into him in Montreal, and, and the answer to that question is, 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 is no. Um, my other crush is Stony Jackson from TJ Hooker um, and Streets of Fire. And I was able to run into him after we did the, uh, the Facts of Life uh, redo a couple years back. And, no, I'd, I'd hit that. And my other one was Christy McNichol. Ooh. I love Christy McNichol from Family, from Little Darlings. Um, Empty Nest. I, I love her. And if she gave me a fucking shot, <laughs> bitch, it's on.
1: Oh.
3: So, so wow. she went full on
1: celebrity crushes. Celebrity crushes,
3: yeah, right, yeah. right,
1: right. Which we should reveal now. I mean, I'd love the reveal of Gabrielle would smash it with Christy McNichols. I know. I know, I know, what a what a reveal, vava boom, what a podcast, what <laughs> a, what a podcast. podcast, what a reveal.
2: <laughs> well, mine was Sandra Bullock. I revealed mine yeah mm. i had too many to even begin but tim curry and Bette Midler were my big ones what about you john travolta yes i i think i knew this
3: about yeah 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 john don't you laugh at me i'm talking john I, travolta in greece i'm talking john travolta in welcome back cotter saturday i mean oh
1: yeah he had that scene with jamie lee curtis another handsome pod um guest alumni yeah alumni Mm -hmm. uh where they where he gyrated his wiener Uh (laughs) fortune um in the aerobics class jazzercise class Mm -hmm. and she was all doing it too and they were like
3: (laughs) is that what did it for you what if i was like john travolta (laughs) from look who's talking to (laughs) Yeah, no, uh. I was nuts about uh, John Travolta. But yeah. if you hung out with him now, do you think you would see young John in him? I don't see a trace of young John huh. in him mm. now.
1: Huh. I don't, He is very different. He
3: looks so different. It's wild.
1: But he was like the movie star of that of the day. He was in oh, everything.
3: You know what? I'm sorry. The movie that to this day, I'm like, ladies, I'll fight you for him. <laughs> hmm. Urban Cowboy. Never seen it. That is I don't think I saw that. You either. spend the evening tonight watching <laughs> Urban Cowboy. You it's pour it's John Travolta. A Chardonnay.
2: You get in <laughs> the It, it is
3: John Travolta and Deborah Winger. And if oh. I can have a braggadocious moment, yes? Deborah Winger is hands down one of my top favorite actresses of all time. And I've become friends with her. Whoa. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. But Deborah and John in Urban Cowboy, nothing hotter. They're both so awesome and hot and talented. Yeah. And that movie is so good.
2: Really? Okay, I never yes. even heard of it. That's crazy please watch it. Okay, I'm going please to watch it. I found
1: Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder to be very sexy. Well, thank you. I
2: once hooked up <laughs> with an Irishman and uh, I said, we were talking about Tom Cruise for some reason, and I said, what's your favorite Tom Cruise movie? And he said, Days of Thunder. And I really... Days of Thunder. I loved how he said, Days of Days Thunder. Days of Thunder. from
1: Down Under. I did like I liked seeing him and Nicole Kidman getting sexy in that movie. Yeah. She was the curly, curly-haired physician that was like, you better be careful out there. This is bad for you. <laughs> and he's like, ah, racing is my life. <laughs> was he a pirate? <laughs> ah, racing no. is my life. No, but I realized that Arr. I did. I think the Irish was still oh, kind of so sticking Irish. with me. There's okay. a tundra. There's a tundra. Not thunder. only do I drive race cars, but I'm also a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Irish pirate. <laughs> but he, he was oh and the cop pulled up over the big truck that had the all the guys on it huh? and she was like you're under arrest mister for oh we're still in something. the plot of uh... yeah nobody asked guys uh, this is, days of guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty important movie to my childhood um <laughs> can you do the whole movie and, and then it the, turns g- out she was a stripper and like grabbed his junk and um, fortune, fortune. Yeah, I'm just it's part of the movie. And don't and, say junk. That was pretty sexy too. And then she mm-hmm. said to
2: the cop and Tom Cruise, "Can you guys just make out?
1: Money flying everywhere. Yeah, days of thunder really did it for me. Thunder. Well,
2: what an episode,
1: really. <laughs> what, what an episode. episode. A true pledge, as always." Yes. People like to ask us who we have the hots for.
2: They do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do.
3: Wouldn't it be so fun to find out who had the hots for you that you never knew about? Oh, my God. Yes. I would love that. Circling. You're just they're in your orbit. I imagine
1: you two had a lot. I don't. I don't. You as well, Fortune.
2: Everybody wanted to be my best friend. I don't think I had a lot of unrequited. Okay, (laughs) even now. Or what if now there's a fan who's like, yeah, May was my childhood crush, but I wouldn't smile now look what happened to them that would Um, be sad if we were your crushes let us know Yeah, yeah, please let us know
3: (laughs) we need constant constant validation and adoration that's um, I have not
1: left a trail of broken hearts along my path (laughs) just so you
2: know well let us know who your childhood crush was on, on social media please
3: yeah, Even it if out. it's a childhood crush, <laughs> tell us something specific about it. Yeah, Or if it's, you know,
2: John Travolta or Deborah Winger. Yeah. I don't have much coming up in January except uh, Largo, January 16th. Please come mm-hmm. in That's Los great. Angeles. What do you guys have?
1: At the end of the month, I'm in Burlington, Vermont, Washington, D.C. and Red Bank, New Jersey. I'd really love for our European listeners to come some of shows in London and Amsterdam, at the end of January. I'm gonna send Bertram Alfred Peak. Please <laughs> tell him to come to Union Chapel, um, and then some big cities coming up: Denver, Colorado, Philly, Milwaukee, Madison, uh, L.A., and New York, and Toronto. Nice fortunefeemster for tickets. Well, well,
3: I will be in College Park, Maryland, January twenty sixth. And then I'm just going to pop on over to Peakskill, New York on March 8th. Um, I'll be in Waterville, Maine, March 9th, but I believe that is sold out at this point. And always Los Angeles at Largo or Dynasty Typewriter just popping around working on new material.
1: And also uh, a quick thank you to everyone who tuned into our live stream. I don't think we ever got a chance to say that. Um, but what a blast what an off the hook blast
3: that was it definitely
1: makes us want to do more of more of that doing Mm. these fun shows and and connecting with people all over in a different way yes yeah so thank you guys for uh for being a part of that special night don't forget to
3: treat yourself to handsome merch where can they find that may
2: handsomepod.com my favorite handsome website handsomepod.com
1: handsomepod.com handsomepod.com handsome and if Bette Midler were here she would say forever. you
2: ever know that you're my hero oh man I love her
1: oh beaches the movie beaches mm-hmm. you talk about wanting two ladies to kiss <laughs> that's what I wanted
3: I don't remember the movie. Uh, I feel like somebody was sick on a beach or something. They, that's about, Barbara that's Hershey.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I sobbed like a baby. Well, they were, because that was like, I love movies about female friendship. Mm-hmm. And they were just that and Fried Green Tomatoes. I wanted them to kiss as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, anyway, anyway. That's for another
1: time. We can also write sequels. Yeah. If <sighs> someone should ask me about the movies. Where I wanted to of the <laughs> people to kiss. And I have a lot I have a big list. Yeah, Thomas, put that on the list. Put
2: that uh, on the list. <laughs> well, in in closing, all that remains
1: is um uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening and we hope that you will. Keep, keep
3: some...
1: Handsome is hosted by me, Fortune Femster, Tignotaro, and Mae Martin. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Woulette. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com and follow us on social media at handsomepod.
2: What a, what what a podcast. podcast! What a podcast! What a podcast! What a podcast. What a podcast.